Hello everybody, and uh, thank you for listening to the RPG show. Uh, my name's Nick, usually a co-host with Brent, but uh, today we're doing something a little different. Uh, and that is going to be um, a mini-episode, and Brent and I have talked about it a little bit, and uh, we're going to be doing one of these before every game that we play. Uh, at least every game that we uh, plan on playing. Um, probably the little mini-games, uh, like the 5-10 to 10 hour games that we play occasionally between shows, we probably won't do, but I, I guess that's up for uh, more discussion. Um, and so, uh, as you probably can tell from the title of the episode, uh, this one is called Meet Valkyrie Profile. Um, I think the way we're going to be doing this is whoever has the most experience with the game that we're going to be playing is going to be the one doing the mini-episode. And uh, since Valkyrie Profile is pretty much my favorite of uh, that's, well, it's definitely one of my favorite uh, RPGs. Uh, obviously, I am the choice to do this. Um, we don't really have a system down yet for this, so I'm just going to kind of mirror what we do for the normal shows, but obviously not go too in-depth, and it's not going to be a review. Uh, this is just going to be a kind of introduction to the game. Um, it's going to have... I guess descriptions of what it's about, why you should play it, and uh, Brent really wants to add the tips and tricks uh, section that we used to have back into it, so I guess that's where we will start putting the uh, tips and tricks from now on. So uh, for the uninformed, Valkyrie Profile is a game that is uh, developed by Triace and I think published by Enix. Um, the composer on the game is Matoi Sakuraba. So uh, it's got my favorite developer and my favorite composers, and it covers the theme of Norse mythology, uh, which is also my favorite mythology, so it kind of hits a bunch of notes for me there. Um, essentially, the game um, is about one of the Valkyrie. There are only three uh, in this uh, game's lore. Uh, or I guess version of the Norse mythology and it takes a lot of liberties as I would say most media does with uh, when they kind of incorporate their own spin on uh, an existing um, lore, mythology, story, uh, what have you. Um, so there's only three Valkyries here. Uh, there's Hrist, uh, Lenneth, and uh, Fuck, I think it's Silmeria. Uh, I don't like her. She's like the protagonist of Fucker Profile 2. I think they should have used Hrist, but that's just me. I'm probably not alone in that sentiment, because Hrist is uh, possibly even cooler than Lenneth, but uh, I don't really know. Save that for uh, a debate another time. But uh, essentially, what has happened before the game starts is the uh, previous. Uh, all the Valkyries kind of share the same... Um, it's not like they, they don't share the same host, I don't think. Uh, but they are only able to be... Yes, they do. They share the same host, and they all inhabit the same body, I believe. And only one of them can be awake at a time. Um, and so they kind of take shifts. Uh, I think Hurst was the one that went to sleep. And so Lenneth woke up. 
and when the Valkyrie are uh, sleeping, they are in mortal form in Midgard. Um, so, kind of what happens before the game starts is uh, there's a village where uh, parents are selling their kids into slavery, essentially, for money. Uh, one of the kids being sold is named Platina, and uh, her childhood friend, uh, Lucian, finds out about it and they kind of uh, make a plan to escape together. Uh, when they're uh, during their escape they run through a field of fuck I want to say they're lilies but that's probably wrong uh, like maybe weeping something. Anyway uh, Lena, the Platina girl is uh, like deathly allergic to the flowers or the pollen or something she ends up passing away um, and then kind of cue the start of the game where Lenneth, uh is kind of having these flashbacks of something, of this previous life, um, and you kind of go from there. Um, you meet with Freya, you learn that uh, it's your job to go down to Midgard and gather uh, the souls of warriors who are deemed uh, worthy of fighting for uh, Asgard uh, in Ragnarok. Um, and that's essentially the plot of the game. You go in, uh, go down to Midgard, you kind of roam dungeons, uh, you visit towns, recruit new characters, um, build them up, and then you send them off to Valhalla, uh, or Asgard, to kind of uh, await Ragnarok. Um, so the plot is kind of okay, unless you're going for the A ending, and then you get a lot more plot relevance. Uh, and there's explanations of all kinds of stuff, um, and, but the A ending is a little bit difficult to actually achieve, especially if you're doing it blind, you probably won't. You, I would say there's like a 99.9% .9 chance you won't do it, so you should probably follow a guide for that. Um, otherwise, you kind of just go through all the chapters, um, and then you go up and you fight in, in Ragnarok, and that's kind of just the story. But the so the, the plot is really not what ties you in and kind of draws you to the game. Um, it's more of the focus on the characters. Uh, so every time you recruit a character, you typically get, I don't know, maybe 5 to 25 minutes of kind of uh, dissection. Uh, uh, I guess it depends on the character. Some characters you get a lot of information, some characters you don't get much. Uh, of information like who they are, how they live their life, how they die, and a lot of the characters kind of tie in with each other. Um, you have Arngrim and Law, for instance. Lawfer, for instance, um, they kind of grew up together, uh, I believe. They've known each other for a long time, uh, and they fought in many battles together. Uh, one of them dies way earlier than the other, uh, but they do eventually kind of uh, meet back up under Lenneth's employ. Um, so I always felt it was really awesome to kind of uh, learn more about the characters that you got into your party. They don't really interact, that literally have much to do with the plot uh, after you recruit, recruit them. So if that's gonna bother you, uh, tough shit I guess. Um, depending on who you send up to Asgard, you do get more story bits. Uh, 
mainly like what they've been up to while they've been in Asgard. Uh, if they've done anything prestigious, if they've done anything noble, if they've died. Um, stuff like that. Uh, the meat of the game really is the gameplay. And uh, the combat is turn-based. Uh, each character is tied to one of the face buttons uh, on the right side. So that's square, triangle, uh, cross, and circle. Um, depending on what weapon you have equipped, uh, and and or if you have a mage in the party, um, you can have between one to three attacks. Um, and you kind of press the uh, you press the buttons in the order that you want the characters to act in. And so you, depending on who you have in your party, what weapons they have equipped, uh, you can kind of find uh, a good kind of combo rhythm uh, for your gameplay to, um, I guess, reap max benefits from the enemies. Because uh, there's a couple things you do, you can do in combat to kind of uh, get spoils at the end of battle. Um, there are these orbs you can get when you damage an enemy a certain way that you use uh, to cool down uh, your mage's uh, casting bar kind of thing as well as uh, your melee character's uh, like uh, limit break ability. I uh, can't remember what it's called right now um, but you need a bunch of those if you want to do a lot of damage. Um, I think slamming the enemy to the ground uh, might produce a treasure chest. So if you do that with like certain characters will have uh, like slamming abilities, and you do that, you have more likely to get a chest out of it. And I think juggling uh, yields experience crystals, and you get a bunch of those. You get multipliers at the end of the the combat to boost your experience gain at the end of the battle. Um, so there's a bunch of things you can do in battle um, to kind of customize your experience a little bit. Like if you know that you have one character that uh, is really good at juggling and you have another character that's really good at slamming or you get three characters that are good at juggling you kind of uh, have a rhythm going where you you press each button in turn and they kind of do their own thing. Um, you can create kind of your own dance I guess for lack of a better, better word uh, in combat and kind of make your own fun. I don't know. I always found the combat really enjoyable. Um, the music is probably my favorite soundtrack I've ever heard of my <coughs> ever heard of my life. Uh, Motoi Sakuraba does a f wonderful job. I think this is his magnum opus. Um, and I have nothing bad to say about that. Uh, and tying into the visuals, uh, this is a this is really really great great sprite work. They've uh, they've got some 3D in it because uh, you kind of have to at this point in time, uh, and it's I think mainly just the overworld if I'm remembering proper properly, uh, and it looks okay because uh, you're kind of flying above, looking down. You get a bird's eye view sort of, um, and it doesn't look bad. You kind of just roam around. Uh, going to like hovering over a dungeon, hovering over a town, wherever you want to go. Um, overall, I guess I'll skip that. Man, replayability. Ooh, you can find a bunch of shit. Uh, play with different characters every time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm probably bombing this because this is the first time we're doing this shit, and I really don't write notes, but.
Um, I guess I'll do the tips and tricks because that's what Brent wants. Uh, really, I don't think I have much. Uh, my biggest one would probably be uh, play on hard mode. Otherwise, you're doing yourself a disservice because that's the only way to get access to the uh, post-game dungeon. That's Rafik Gate where you can recruit uh, some boss characters and fight the toughest battles in the game. Um, but keep in mind that you have to find, I think it's eight flame gems. I may be wrong on the count, it might be like six. I think it's a, an even number, but it's maybe it's five. I don't know. Follow a walkthrough, You'll, they'll be able to tell you where they, where they are so you don't miss them. But the only way to get them is to play on hard mode. Um, Oh, in combat, if you press select and go to I think spells and pick on your click on your mage, you'll find that some spells will actually uh, target all enemies. That's also how you use um, support spells like uh, healing and uh, might reinforce uh, stuff like that to power up your your characters. Uh, but do keep in mind, every time you cast a spell, it's going to uh, put uh, X amount of uh, marks on her or his or her spell gauge uh, so you won't be able to use them for a while and it's kind of a, a decent trade-off because you get strong magic uh, every once in a while so it's not too OP um, weapons there are some rods I think they're like elemental scepter or something like that you'll f they have a bunch of different names but there's um, some that are really really strong but if you try to use the limit break attack with the mage, you have like a 50% chance of breaking the wand. Uh, so you don't want to do that, obviously, because then you're out of a fucking weapon. Um, regular wands are weaker, but they don't have that restriction on them. And I think some in the some of the in-game stuff is really, really strong, and it won't break your, your weapon when you use the, the limit break attack. Um, it also applies to melee weapons. Uh, there's also like some ranged weapons, uh, like a raven bow or something. I think uh, anytime you find a weapon that has a specific creature identifier in it, like dragon or uh, raven, um, I, there should be a notation uh, on the item itself that says there's a chance of this breaking. And I think it's like five percent. Uh, you don't want to have those equipped all the time. Um, because enemies are visible on the screen before you engage in combat, uh, you'll typically get an idea of what is going to spawn when you actually engage in that combat. Uh, so if you, you'll see dragons on the screen, you know you want to equip somebody with a dragon slayer. Um, and those pretty much will one-shot whatever creature um, it says. So if you're fighting a dragon and you're using the dragon slayer, it'll pretty much kill it in one hit. That applies to living and undead creatures. Uh, of that type. Uh, if you're fighting some aerial creatures like birds and you have the raven bow on, you'll kill them in one hit. Um, so if you keep them equipped and you're fighting random bullshit dudes, you're gonna waste the weapon. So obviously you don't want to do that. Um, before you get in combat, you can throw your uh, crystals at certain enemies and freeze them and then um, you can use them as stepping stones in some cases because there is a, a lot of platforming in this game. Um, but you can also swing your sword at them, and if you make contact before they touch you with the sword, uh, you have initiative in the combat, so you should always do that. Uh, it is unavoidable sometimes, like you fall uh, from a platform and you land on the ground and an enemy touches you, kind of shed a luck, but you want to try to aim for that as much as possible. Um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, um, 
Transferring Iron Harrier. I've only ever done one per chapter. You can do a max of two. Uh, you get like more items and shit. The better uh, the better the Iron Harrier that Freya asks for matches her like her requirements. So, uh, like one chapter she'll be like, I need somebody that can swim. I need somebody that is brave. I need somebody that's not afraid of spiders. Uh, shit like that. So if you have somebody that matches all that. Uh, you level them up as much as you can and send them up. They have a. Uh, you also need a really good uh, hero value. It's got to be above zero, but obviously the higher you can get it, the better. Um, you kind of meet all those requirements. You send them up. Uh, you send two people up. You get way better rewards because obviously they kind of combine the stats or whatever the fuck. Uh, I don't know the 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 formula behind it, the system behind it, but uh, I only ever send one, and I've managed to beat the game many times just fine. Um, but you have to, you pretty much want to send somebody, otherwise your uh, evaluation rating will fall. And then I think if that one hits, I don't know if it's like 15 or below, uh, but whatever it's, if it gets low, you'll, you'll kind of get a warning from Freya. She's like, you're fucking up. You need to get your shit straight. And if you keep getting it lower, then she comes down and kills you. So you really don't want to do that. That's how you get, that's how you get the bad ending. Um, when you kill a boss, usually there'll be three, two or three treasure chests kind of in the area behind them. Um, what you could do is go find a save point and save scum, and then open the chests to keep the ones that you want to keep that are valuable, um, or keep them all. Uh, if you take one, I think that lowers your evaluation rating by five. I think if you send it up, it gives you plus three to that, but I don't remember exactly. Um, a lot of them are either like a new weapon or a new item or something that you can transmute later on uh, but some of them are absolutely useless you can convert them into materialized points so that you can use them to buy things from the shop if you want to that's um, kinda really up to you, you don't really need to worry about the uh, evaluation rating too much unless you're like really fucking up and not sending enough on Harry R or taking too much chests or whatever but uh, kinda watch out for that uh, the seal rating is something that's specific to Lineth uh, on her stat screen, and that's the thing you need to watch for, the uh, A ending, if that's what you're going for. Um, I found that uh, with weapons, I preferred things that had uh, more actions tied to them. You can have one to three, like I, think, like I said earlier. Uh, a lot of stronger weapons only have one action tied to them, but you get uh, more out of the character overall if you use a weaker weapon that has more actions uh, available to them. Because like I said, you can get uh, those crystals, you can get treasure chests, you can get those orbs, and you get those big damaging attacks out a lot faster. Um, oh, probably the biggest one. Uh, if you're playing on a hard mode, every character you get starts at level 1. If you're playing on normal, they start at a pre-selected level. I don't really know, I haven't played on normal in a very long time. Uh, but the thing about having characters start at level 1 is you can pretty much pump their stats out uh, really easily. Uh, there are a couple accessories you can get. Uh, the most important one is a bracelet of Zoe. Because if you have two of those equipped, I believe each level up your character gets plus 400 HP, so that's 200 per uh, bracelet. So if what you do is you kind of stagger everybody's uh, EXP uh, so that every everybody levels up at a different time in battle if you only have like the two bracelets and you put two on somebody level them up swap them uh, to somebody else level them up swap them etc um, you can also use party experience uh, 
uh, which you gain from killing bosses uh, to manually level up people that way if you want to uh, as well. Uh, there's also another accessory, I can't remember what it's called, uh, that gives you, um, I think they're skill points, whatever you need to do to learn skills and also raise your hero value for the character. Uh, you can use that to get a big boost on those, but by level 30, 40-ish, depending, uh, you pretty much should have maxed out most of the valuable skills. Um, that's another thing, skills. Uh, there are skills that will give you stat points, um, and there are skills that do uh, unlock different uh, abilities in combat. So uh, my highest priorities for me are always doing uh, learning the ones that give uh, more options in combat and then doing ones that boost whatever stats you need. So if you have a melee character or a fighter character, boost the ones that pro uh, provide strength. If you have a mage, boost the ones that provide intelligence. And then you're gonna, you're gonna be wanting to um, also boost, uh, like there might be like monster identification as a skill and that's what they're looking for in Valhalla at the moment. So whatever character you're setting up, you wanna make sure that's maxed out. Um, auto item is a pretty good skill. So when you unlock that, you can kind of uh, choose items in your inventory and uh, how often they're used and under what conditions you're used. So you don't have to worry about wasting uh, actions to heal your characters because uh, they have a certain chance of healing after uh, somebody else gets hit. Somebody else will use a potion to heal them back up. Uh, so that's pretty useful. Um, then I guess probably one of the biggest things is treasure chests. When you find them, they are more often than not trapped, so you want to make sure that you're ready to jump or move away if it's poison gas or uh, daggers or something, arrows I think. Um, also, you can accidentally, if you're used to pressing the X button to, uh, or cross button to accept things, you can accidentally pick up a chest and then throw it and then fucking lose everything in it. Uh, so always remember just to crouch in front of the chest and press the circle button. Uh, that way you're not uh, potentially losing out on either a good weapon or item or what what have you. Um, typically taking damage from the trap, not a big deal. Losing the item, a much bigger deal. Um, I'm probably missing a bunch of stuff, but this has been going on kind of a long time, like almost 20, oh fuck, over 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, Brad didn't want it this long. Oh well. Uh, so I guess I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, you can find us on the web at therpgshow.com. Uh, we're on Twitter. I think also at the RPGshow.com, YouTube, the RPGshow.com, or fuck, the RPGshow, not the .com, not the .coms. Uh, Brent always does this shit, I don't remember. I think we're on Twitch at the RPG Show. Uh, listen to another show if you want to send us an email, because the, the email will be at the end of that. Uh, maybe I'll just tell Brent to add his fucking shit at the end. I don't know. Uh, Until next time, bye everybody.